in today's culture of the hustle and a culture that hands out badges of pride for people to wear for being crazy busy, the idea of rest seems completely counterproductive. The I'll sleep when I'm dead mantra really becomes a battle cry of the young and inexperienced and the fire underneath those who are older who feel that their life has not materialized how they thought it might or should. So where's the place for rest in all of this? Is it needed? Why is it considered almost code for laziness sometimes? Think about these questions and formulate some of your own as we launch out on the loop and discuss on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Brian. And this is Josh. Thank you for joining us today on Curiosity Continuum. For those of you tuning in for the first time, welcome. For those of you who are listening again, welcome back. Curiosity Continuum is a podcast started by Josh and myself. It's a movement that we wanted to start, to share conversations with you that explore, examine, and reframe common practical topics that will spark curiosity and help you integrate the information so that your everyday contextual awareness is enhanced in a constantly changing world. So someplace uh, where you can find us is our website, www.curiositycontinuum.com. There you can listen to us on um, and see where we're at on all of our podcast services. You can also share an email with us. You can follow us on social media, interact and rate us on those services as well. Thank you for giving feedback to us. We value hearing your thoughts as we've been getting it as this podcast has rolled forward. We really value it. We've done some tweaks, uh, kind of how Josh and I have approached it and we're coming up with a better product because of your feedback. So thank you so much. So jumping in today's topic is a word that's four letters. It's rest. Sometimes it's the four letter word that some people just, you know, hate to hear rest. (laughs) Oh, it's like a nasty thing. You know, if you just break your day up into uh, eight hour blocks, you know, most humans spend about a third of their life sleeping and people say that's rest. Now that is a, obviously a form of rest, but the rest we're talking about today is actually something where you're doing something where you're not trying to actively go work and do something or be productive in the way that I think today's culture would measure it. Uh, the interesting thing about rest is there's a very famous story uh, in the book of Genesis. It talks about <laughs> how the earth was made. You know, it's called the kind, kind of famous, just a kind little of, bit kind of famous, you know, um, regardless of your views on it, you probably know about it. The creation story talks about how God himself spent six days of working and seventh day there was rest. And there's lots of jokes to go after that, like on and the eighth day he created beer or something else along with it. But the actual story goes that there's six days of work and seven days there was rest that happened. And if you start to look at Jewish culture, the model is a little bit different than what we see in like the, the current Western world. The Jewish model, you actually worked six days and your Sabbath was your seventh day, which was a Saturday. And so um, you would actually... You know, you'd cease from working and do all these different kinds of things. And it was really designed so you could kind of recharge your batteries. It wasn't business as usual. And this culture, too, you didn't have um, necessarily like, you know, here's the tech company in Silicon Valley, or this is the uh, super mega corporation of things. You know, there's a kingdom. You had uh, different things, but most people worked for themselves and they had families and they had uh, jobs that they did, regardless of what it was. And they worked for the six days and they made sure that they rested on the seventh. They followed the model that uh, they believe God set in their scriptures to be able to uh, say this is the model of working and rest. Unfortunately, um, that model has been blown up quite a bit in the Western world. Yeah, I mean, at my job, for example, we have we have part-time people that we hire, 
that literally they in their contract they don't get a day off. So they could technically work them 360 days and then give them five days off because we have a five-day break period. But they can work them that if they wanted to. Now they don't, thank goodness. They actually are giving them one day off every seven. So it does. it's not always together. So they don't always have, you know, for example, like a two-day break or whatever. But they do get a day off at least one day a week, which is helpful. But you almost need more than that sometimes, you know? Sometimes, depending on the work you do, you know, I think before the age of uh, electricity and everything else, you kind of had to follow how the sun and, the, you know, the, the sunlight, you know, like the light, how the light was in the day. Like, here's the morning, I wake up, I work, and then the sun goes down, I kind of wind myself down. So we probably, as a culture and as a, as a society of human beings, before there was electricity that kind of could disrupt those things, we had to follow light and dark patterns. Yeah, and I actually read um, an article on this, and I, if, if I can remember it, I'll post it online after after when this episode goes live but it was an article about when humans were their happiest and they were talking about how when we were like an agrarian society where when we when most of us were like almost like hunter-gatherer or we were you know we were farmers we were laborers that they said people at that point were probably the most happy that they had have been in their in our arc of humanity to that up to that point I believe it. There was less things that could pull on you like, oh, I need to go check my Facebook right now. Or, right, right. Or you might only live, you know, 35 years, but hey, they were a good 35. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of density in those 35 years right there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I think what it was, it was like you said, like you weren't concerned with, oh, my phone is ringing. I have to go answer that. You were, when you were working, you were working. And when you weren't working, you weren't working. And if there was no lights, you weren't working. So you had a definite end to your day. The other thing, too, even if you had the ability, like you had candles or something like that, it was definitely a limited a limited resource. I think in, in uh, especially countries where electricity is kind of just like, well, of course we have electricity. You forget that there's still big swaths of the world that don't necessarily have electricity or like how people live and how quickly we are to kind of calibrate how the world works or how everybody else should be based on our specific experience that we're living in right now. I think one of the biggest things that has caused us to not rest as much is because technology has actually made us available like all the time. You know, if Josh called me at three o'clock in the morning, uh, I might say, oh, it's Josh. I'll call him, <laughs> call him a little bit later. <laughs> oh, it's not Josh, three, yeah. yeah. Or I may say, he's calling me at three o'clock in the morning. I should pick up. That's important. That's important. And I do, th I do think that sometimes it's easy to fall into that rhythm. You know, like when you, like I, I saw my father get into this and, I, and he still loves, he loves working, but he does it all the time. And I don't know if it's something he'll ever be able to like totally stop, but he goes to work at like around three in the morning because he wants to beat the traffic. So he, he gets up, he goes to work, he sits down, he reads his like, you know, 400 emails or whatever he's got processes all that information then he works and i mean and he diligently works he's probably one of the people in my life that i have you know that i know that when he says he's working he's actually working you know some of these people say they put in 80 hours a week and you're like no you don't because there's like 15 hours where you're just staring at a computer screen and you're looking like you're working but <laughs> <laughs> but like i know when my work. when my dad says he's working he's really working so 
you know, he gets that. And then he comes home and usually he comes home around noon. So he takes his lunch break to drive home. And then he gets back on his computer, logs into the virtual desktop and works until like three or four. Then he might stop for an hour or so and eat. But then he gets back on his computer at night and works. Now, my mother says that he has gotten better at doing not doing that. But <laughs> Good. the technology is there. It's making him available always. And then because he's available, he feels the need to work. Yeah, and to re- remind folks, too, Josh's dad, if you uh, missed the previous podcast about um, the values of blue-collar workers, I highly encourage you to listen to it. It's a wonderful episode you find on Curiosity Continuum. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Josh, your dad was a blue-collar worker at kind of the beginning stages of his career and then in the early days of your family and stuff, especially with your grandpa owning a lumber mill, there was a work ethic that was put into him. And so regardless of what the tool is, whether it's like a physical tool or a technology tool, he was always applying his hand to that stuff. I remember your dad was always doing stuff like that. You know, even when I would come over and visit you at your place growing up, he was always seemed to be doing something of some sorts. You know, even when he came home, there was always something he was kind of working on doing. Right, right. I think later on, especially... After like all of us kids moved out, I think he did start to enjoy his off time more. So I, I do feel as you get older, you do kind of mellow out a little bit because I found that as true in myself. As I get older, my it's not like I feel old, but my time away from work is becoming more and more important to me. As you get older, you have to adjust the cadence of your work. It doesn't mean that you're not as valuable anymore, actually. You know, as probably as, more valuable, actually. <laughs> yeah, because you actually know when you need to rest. You need to know when yeah. those things hit. Unfortunately, companies have taken the churn and burn model, especially if you're in a thing like Silicon Valley or other companies. What they're trying to do is almost incent people to stay around. Hey, you know, we got the uh, the extra fancy coffee and we have beer on tap. And oh, hey, we'll feed you meals and things like that. And now some people really l- love that. But more and more people, I think they're finding like, you know, I don't want to have to eat dinner at work. I'd rather just go home and eat my dinner. I'd rather work right. there and have that moment where I can unplug from all of that. Well, you 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 absolutely need that. You know, you need that uh, work-life balance. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, work-life balance, like I work from nine to five or eight right. to four or whatever like that. Because um, for a lot of folks who are self-employed, that rhythm is different. And so sometimes uh, one of the biggest shifts I know I had to go through when I went from not being uh, a full-time employee somewhere and being self-employed was that the cadence of my day was different. And it was like my rest, my rest times or my fallow times where I let my mind just kind of go in neutral for a moment or whatever had a different thing. So maybe I was working a little bit at night, but I had this other stretch in the day when I might be able to go pick my children up from school. There's different flexibilities and things that go along with it. I know that as I've gotten older and more experienced, I mean, it's not like I'm like, 125 years old I'm not definitely but it's more I have to be intentional about it because I definitely feel when I've hit my max mentally for the day you know the type of work I do I'm not uh, like out every day like sweating in the heat doing some kind of like physical labor like that but in all the decisions that I make in a day I definitely can feel that and if I don't give myself enough time to do that it's important. My uh, my my nephews are very much into fitness, and one of them is a um, a CrossFit athlete for what he does. And he actually talked about how he realized he was overtraining. Like, and when you say overtraining, it was a lot. And he said he wasn't seeing progression Return. that he wanted to. Yeah. yeah, and he was like injuring himself. And the reason was he was actually doing too much. 
once he actually ramped it back, he actually saw the things he wanted to and it went counterproductive to what he thought. It's like, well, if I need to do this. I need to work more. Well, actually, you need to balance your rest period so your body can recover, your mind can recover, whatever that is, so that you can actually be more effective the next time you do it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true of anything. I, I had this conversation with somebody at work the other day because we work, like if I work over eight hours, from eight to 10, let's say, from eight hours to 10 hours, I'm okay. But after 10 hours, I literally feel myself becoming less productive. And I'm like, I just need to go home. You know, it gets to that point where it's just not, it's not that it's not fun. It's just that, why am I here? I'm not doing anything anymore. I'm just here collecting money. There's a know? really, there's a, there's a really big diminishing returns that people see. You know, there's an old adage in Hollywood, you know, don't bother showing up on Sunday if you don't show up on Saturday or, or something like, if you know, don't bother showing up on Saturday if you don't want to show up on Sunday. It's like, there's such a work model where you just, oh, you're just on all the time and it just wears people out. I had a psychology professor in college that gave a very simple study tip which I've used uh, used for my college career and I've instilled it in my children is actually when you're doing homework and there's obviously a certain amount of stuff you got to get done in order to do it that about every 50 minutes you're taking a break you're going to walk around for five minutes and do something and then what you'd actually do is like do something of a different subject that use a different part of the brain so if you're doing math then you'd switch and like a the, left, like a left brain, right brain type. Yeah, thing. you would allow that part of the brain to rest and absorb the information. So, like from math, you might go to English, and then from English, you might go back to science, or you might have to go back to math. But she really emphasized, like, oh, you you will think and be more productive if you allow those parts of the brain to rest. And it really has played out. Like I know that if I've done a lot of things that are really heavy left brain, I need to go do something right brain. And if I've done something terribly right brain, excuse me, I wanted to make sure that. I'm, I'm balancing it back there. But I'll tell you what, for somebody who's really goal-oriented like me, it may sound really dumb, but I have to make a goal to rest and then really, like, try to rest. It sounds really dumb. <laughs> like, he's not he's yeah. not resting. But Well, some, it's also your personality. You're kind of like a real type. You're not just goal-oriented. You're very type A. Yeah. So you, you always want to be doing something. It's true. And you always want to feel like you're being productive. And I have more than one friend like that. And um, I'll tell you one thing I've learned is when I talk to these people, I'm just like, why don't you make rest your goal for that period? And then how do you get to that period, that rest? You know, is there, do you like to play games? Do you like to watch a movie? Are you catching up on a binge on Netflix or what are you doing? You know, make, make a goal. Like I'm going to, I'm going to uh, watch, you know, three episodes of this show, you know, something like that. I really like your wisdom right now. <laughs> <laughs> it really is true though because if if you put as much energy into your rest as you do in everything else you'd actually find it, it pays off and it, it's not just for people it's for actually how like the world works i have a, a friend who they've been farming in their family for a long long time and we actually were talking about uh, the different farming methods and different things and one of the things that was really interesting when he started talking about uh, the fertilizers that are available he said you know we are good at replacing like the big elements like potassium and, and the nitrogen and that kind of thing. He said, but what we haven't figured out is how to replace all the trace minerals. And he said the way that farming currently works, especially in the United States, is that you don't let the land lie fallow like for a year, like just plant alfalfa and you till it under. It's like, well, we have the technology. We're able to like, you know, have a bigger crop and every single year and do it and do it and do it. And if you're not rotating the crops or anything else like that, I mean, you run into a situation where you've stripped the soil of the, the trace elements and the necessary things to actually make it healthy for you. You know, if we as human beings need it, you see the earth needs it. There's probably something 
uh, you know, something to it. Like you might just follow from, you know, going back to the creation story, you know, God himself took a break on the seventh day. might be good for us to take a break on a regular basis to be able <laughs> yeah, to recharge the batteries a little cause, bit. Yeah, because I don't know about you, but I'm not quite a god. So <laughs> <laughs> I probably do need to rest myself. <laughs> that, that I think there's wisdom in that. Oh, my gosh. I think with that thought, we're going to close out the cop podcast for today. Put a comma in that conversation. So what do you think, Josh? Yeah, I think it's a good place to kind of stop. So my challenge to you guys is if you're the type of person that doesn't like to rest or if you haven't rested in a while, do something restful. Find something, a hobby or something that you like to do. Or if you just like to zone out and sit on the couch for a day and watch Netflix. I mean, there's value in it. Don't think you're wasting your life doing that. Because the rest of your life will be the benefit and your relationships will benefit too. Sure. So until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.